song there I hit the ground running when I'm invading your country It's still with honor and discipline Throw my guns like Onyx Dressed in camo What's up guys, Sergeant G here from the Stone Vet USMC Happy hump day guys, I'm glad glad you guys are here with me to enjoy this time together man Crazy freaking weekend right man, what you guys think about that Super Bowl game man I thought it was pretty good, I don't know, I thought it was a good game I was kind of sad because my boy Joe Burrows didn't win the game I'm kind of upset about that, I know Nick and all them were all like Joe Burrows ain't shit, Joe Burrows ain't shit And I was like this kid threw for over 500 yards and six touchdowns in one game. I mean, I think he's legit. I think he knows what he's doing. I think he just choked. The stage was just too big for him this time. It is what it is, you know. I'm super excited you guys are here with me, man. Like I said, you guys are listening to Number One Marine Corps Podcast. You're catching this episode on YouTube. You guys can see that beautiful gold warhammer. Guess what? Veteran Podcast Awards is coming back up again this year. Not till like October, so I don't want to really promote it too much. But put a little buzz in you guys' ears. It's going to be coming time to vote again. And you know I'm always going to need your votes, right? And I am the number one Marine Corps podcast. And let's keep that title. Let's keep the title here, right? With the Stone Vet. Why not, right? I'm super excited, man. Huge shout out to my sponsor, Rafa 180. Rafa 180 provides you the best medicinal grade CBD on the market, hands down. I couldn't do it without them. I'm super excited. I think they just said they're about to close down their Facebook page just so they can focus on more, more. I guess, another. They got so many Facebook pages, they keep forgetting where they're at, what they're doing. What They're, they're still going to be promoting. They're still going to be promoting it. But they need you to come out there and help continue supporting them the way you do support them, man. Go check them out, man. I just I was just reading an article just a minute ago before I came on here to do this show and talking about how so many people are turning towards melatonin. Due to the due to the pandemic, a lot of people have been lose getting lack of sleep, right? And you guys are you guys know, you guys probably take melatonin. I guarantee it, you guys are taking melatonin. What sucks about taking melatonin is that you lose the ability to start to be creating your own melatonin in your body when you start when you stick a synthetic melatonin into your body. Hands down, if you're supplementing your own natural melatonin with a synthetic melatonin. The synthetic melatonin actually starts killing your natural, your body's natural melatonin to help you go to sleep. Your body will become dependent on melatonin because it has nothing to, it needs, it doesn't have that, it needs help, right? Because you're not providing the medicine it needs, man. Like I tell you guys, if you go to Rafa 180, that's Romeo Alpha Papa Hotel Alpha 180.com. When you get there, the first thing that pops up says time for sleep, dude. Go click on that banner. That banner, it says time for sleep. They got two amazing products. They got the Night Ops and the Sapphire. The Sapphire is an amazing CBN product. The Night Ops has natural remedies in it that help natural things like lavender to help you help your body get to sleep, get rest that it needs. And then the Night Ops has natural natural minerals in it that your body is needing, right? Everybody's body needs minerals, and you know me, you and me, we always go on freaking Whataburger, In-N-Out, freaking White Castle, wherever your origin is. You guys are always get going and getting you something quick to eat, right? Quick bite, quick bite, quick bite, right? Because we're so busy, and we're not getting the natural minerals we need. The Night Ops provides those minerals for you. Go check it out, dude. That's Romeo Alpha Papa Hotel Alpha 180.com. Go check out those amazing remedies that they have, dude. Like I said, man, I'm super excited to be here with you guys on this Wednesday. I love that I get to do this every Wednesday, man. Like I tell you guys, you guys are catching me. I got four days a week you guys can listen to my my nonsense, my my silliness, right? My craziness, right? Mondays, 
Mondays I'm on smoking bacon doing lives every Monday on smoking bacon. Wednesdays here with you guys here at Veteran Trash Talk. Thursdays I go live with with George and all that team over there with Vet Radio Syndicate. And then every Friday, you get my own personal podcast episode that I get to bring on an amazing advocate. Like I said, this year, my steer is towards more people advocating in the cannabis community to help break that stigma. So you guys have a better understanding as to why I'm doing what I'm doing. Why do I keep doing what I'm doing? Why am I fighting for cannabis so bad and so strong? Now I'm bringing on guest after guest this year is my focus. Because I'm fighting. I'm hoping federal legalization happens this year. Why? So I can smoke weed again. I haven't smoked weed since June of last year. And I'm on a two-year probation until November. This year will be my two-year mark. And so this is why I'm fighting for this. This is why I'm trying to get this going, man. Trying to get this, get this, get this going. Get it going, man. I've been surprised lately. So December, you guys knew I got. I took three weeks off in December. I didn't get called in for a year analysis. Well, I figured I probably wouldn't because they're supposed. To, I'm supposed to do two year analysis a month, in the beginning of the month and the end of the month. That's how I'm supposed to be doing. So I figured January, since I'm taking three weeks off in December, that it will. I you know they'll, they'll hit me in January, right? So December was no year analysis. January done came and gone, no year analysis. I'm halfway through February now. And I still haven't got a phone call yet to come in and do your analysis. So I'm waiting to see, hear what's going on, find out what's going on. You know, so I'm, I'm kind of curious, but I don't want to. I got to get this new job, dude. Honestly, is what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting to hear about it. I emailed them on Friday of last week, but I got an email back saying that they were out of, they were, they were, I guess they're on leave or whatever. They, they were, they weren't supposed to be back till today. That's when they're supposed to come back. And I still haven't got an email yet. I'm kind of upset, but I think it's, they got to play catch up, dude. You guys work for the government. You work anywhere, right? And if you're a high profile, you guys already know. If you take if you take any days, any time off, if you take any days off or anything, you gotta play catch up the net when you come the first day back, right? You gotta play catch up. Anything anything priority that happened, you gotta play catch up. And I get it, I get it, I get it. And so maybe hopefully by tomorrow I hear something. I'm hoping that I can hear something. I don't I gotta get this new job. Just hands down, I got I have to get I've been praying, been praying. And hopefully you guys have been praying for me to get this new position. You know, it sucks, but I've got, it'll be a promotion, which would be great for this family. You guys know how big my family is and any, any, any promotion would be great, right, for us. And so this is, that's what I'm, I'm hoping for and praying for that I do get this position. I mean, I think I've earned it. I've worked hard. I've been in this position that I'm currently in since 2017. And I was like, golly, it's been a lot longer already. Man, the time goes by fast. And so hopefully, hopefully I get this position is what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for is that I can get this position, man. And so, man, what's been going on with you guys? Hopefully you guys have been having a good week. You guys have been tracking. It's been a week since the last time we talked. You know, I don't even remember what I talked about last week. It's a new week, though, right? We're here together. We're here to hang out and enjoy this time together, man. What you guys think of my new logo, man? I had Shane over a broken jarhead. He did me, he did me a couple of things for me, and I was trying to figure out. I don't know which way to go with it. I don't know. I probably wasted my money doing it, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. It could be good for some stuff, certain things, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to see where, how, how it would benefit, how good it would, how nice it is, you know? Nobody gives me feedback. You guys watch my show on YouTube, but none of you guys ever leave me any comments or anything. I get very few people that leave comments here and there, but nobody says anything, man. I don't know why. 
But I do appreciate those of you who have subscribed, and I need the rest of you guys to go over there and subscribe, man. It's like I tell people, I said in my Facebook group, I think I got like 340, 350 people. And ain't all of them reeking subscribe to my channel yet, which is frustrating. I was like, just subscribe, dude. You don't even have to hit the bell to get the notifications. Just hit subscribe. That's all you got to do. It helps me out. It helps it helps me over at YouTube so that people can start seeing my content, right? We're supposed to be sharing our content as much as possible. And like I tell you guys, maybe it won't benefit you, but man, I bet you it benefits somebody you do know. I bet you somebody you know it benefits to be able to watch the show and hang out, man. So... Oh, did you see that? Dude, I have so much crap in here. All these boxes, dude. I was just going through them. These bo these are boxes of randomness. I don't know how you guys pack at home. You guys might pack bike boxes for dishes, clothes. But all these boxes that are back here, the one that just fell to, full of nonsense. I don't even know what's in half of these boxes, dude. But we packed them all up so we can get the new carpet installed. And I told the wife, I said, I don't even want to bring them back in the house. We're supposed to be moving, guys. We're supposed to be moving. And these guys, for the past four weeks, ain't nothing been done in my house. Do you know what's been done? They delivered sheetrock. That's what's been done in my house that I'm building. For the past four weeks, the only thing that's been done is that they delivered sheetrock. Nothing else has been done. Man, you guys know we got we had a we had some snow that came in not too long, a couple weeks ago. Great, I I understand. But today it's 70 freaking degrees outside, and I guarantee you nothing's being done on the house today. It's supposed to be 70 degrees tomorrow. I guarantee nothing's going to be done. I think Wednesday's supposed to cool down a little bit. It's supposed to be in the 50s. And then Thursday, the bottom falls out again, and, and freaking Canada Chris and Maddie up there in Illinois decide to let the freaking open the door and let the freaking cold air in. I don't know if, if your mama ever told you to close the freaking front door, dude, and you guys are leaving the front door open. We're supposed to be getting some snow and some sleet and some other crap this Thursday. So we'll see. I'm going to tell you what, guys. You guys need to close that front door and quit letting the cold air come down this far south. You know? You guys need to quit doing that and freaking close it. Keep it up there. We don't want it no more. It's 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 February now, man. We got to start getting ready for tornadoes and everything. Right? February, March, April, May. Those are the crazy tornado times for us here in Oklahoma. We got to start get prepping for it, you know? Which sucks, so that means I'm going to have to clean some of this stuff because my tornado shelter is over there on the other side. So I'm going to have to clean some of this stuff up, man. I don't want to bring it back in the house is what I told the wife. I said, I don't want to bring this in the house. Now, there's nothing in the house now. Literally nothing in the house. Our beds and just like random little things, box shipping boxes, random little things that's in the house right now. Literally, that's all that's in the house right now. And I'm like, I don't want to bring any of it back in. We're supposed to be moving. I got to get this house ready for sale, right? I mean, my garage is trapped. Look, man, I got boxes back here. I got some boxes over here to my right. Empty boxes that I got to actually go through and get rid of because some of them are just too small and I can't use them. And so I've got to organize this a little bit better, but it, it's I don't want to bring it in. I really don't, dude. What do you guys think? How do you guys pack whenever you guys are packing a move and stuff? Like I said, these boxes, all these boxes are just random stuff random miscellaneous i got a box in there that has a box of all my weed that i had before i couldn't before i had to stop smoking you know and i'm like this is insane dude like it's crazy it's, it's super crazy and i'm just like man this is nonsense but okay let's uh let's leave it out here right let's organize it let's leave it out here i got two storage units too i got one of them i told her i said i gotta go in one of them and i gotta take everything out because everything just got thrown in there 
and I got so much more space if I would stack it right. But when we first got it, like we were just throwing everything in that we needed to get out of the house. And it was all oblong shapes, weird shapes and stuff like that. So I tried to stack it as good as I could just so I could get the stuff in there so we can get the stuff out of the house. And now that there's even more stuff in there, I was like, oh, I can actually stack this up better. So I got to go in there. I got to take everything out and try to make it stack it a lot better so that I can stick some of this stuff in there, right? Because I know I'd be able to stick some of this in there, but I got to go fix that so I can't put more of this junk in there. Because I told her, I said, I don't even know. Like, I'm going to load up a U-Haul truck whenever we're able to move back into that into that new house. I'm going to have a, I'm gonna have a U-Haul truck. I'm just going to have junk in there. What I'm going to do is just dump it off in the garage. And I said, you just go through it. We'll just go through it in the garage. We'll bring it in one box at a time. Where's it go? Where's it go? Where's it go? And then so we can organize it because... I'm just, I don't want to deal with it, dude. I don't want to deal with it, man. It's crazy. So apparently these guys here, the, the builders, they want to sit down with us and they want to, they want to chit chat with us now. They got, they got some questions for us. And I was like, all right, let's, I told Summer, you know, Summer's real sweet. You know how sweet she is. She's real sweet, super sweet and just always wanting, she's always thinking about that other person, right? And I told her, I said, I don't have time to talk to these guys. I don't want I don't want to talk to him. She's like, look, let me talk to him. And then whenever she, whenever she says I'm done, then you can have him. And I was like, OK, so we, I can do that. I could do that. Right. I can do that. I can wait. I can sit there and just be nice and wait for her to get done talking to him. And I said, but I'm done, dude. I'm, I'm going to tell him straight up. Like whenever she's done, I'm like, look, break out the calendar. I want to see what's been done in the house in the past eight weeks. Put down everything on this thing that has been done in the house in the past eight weeks, dude. Eight weeks, right? My house a bit it's gonna it's gonna be a pretty big house. I think it's like thirty five hundred square feet by the time I'm by the time they, they're done building it and I can add on another thousand square feet after afterwards, right? So thirty five hundred square feet. You figure a house like that probably takes two hundred and twenty days to build, right? Pre COVID, right? Probably like two hundred and twenty days, man. Then in the past eight weeks they've had probably about two weeks worth of work done on the house, maybe, if that. It's like they put the foundation down. The found when they finish the foundation when they finished pouring the foundation, it sat forever before framing went in. And this is what pisses me off. This is what we we're talking about is that they shortchanged us. Our, our kitchen's too short. So after they poured it, like nobody went out to actually validate that the concrete was poured correctly. They didn't go to make sure that everything was to the standard it was supposed to be at. It sat forever after they, they laid the foundation. And I was like, look, dude, I'm going to blow up like <laughs> Give me an opportunity to talk to these. I'm going to blow up on them. I'm like, don't tell me. And then one of the biggest things, I think one of the biggest things that they probably want to talk about is that. So in one of the rooms upstairs, we told them, don't finish it out. Just run electrical in it. Just run electrical in it. And then I'll finish it out myself. Right. I got to put some subfloor in, put some some insulation and some sheetrock up. Right. Easy, easy stuff. It's going to take some time, but it's easy work, you know. And I told him, I said, don't, I said, they're like, well, we, we may need to put like a, some, a, like one piece of subfloor. And I said, that's fine. Put one down or don't put any down. I don't care. Don't, whatever you want to do, do it. I don't care. Right. And so we went back in, right. We went, we did a, we went, we did the walkthrough. One of the, one of the ladies that worked there and she came back to us and said, Hey, that subfloor ain't going to be in, ain't supposed to be in there. Okay. So that's going to cost a thousand dollars not costing me a thousand dollars. And then my wife's like, and then she asked us, what do you want to do? And I told her, I said, rip it out. Rip it out. 
subfloor a thousand dollars for subfloor and no insulation it's just subfloor like they didn't even insulate it right and i was like i'm not paying you a thousand dollars for subfloor i can go to freaking home depot and get it for freaking 600 bucks 700 bucks i can do it and i can do it myself it cost me another what 50 bucks and nails if that <laughs> and i think i woke them up finally i think they're finally like oh we gotta call them in we gotta call the garcias in we can just have a sit down you think dude you think i want to see like i'm gonna tell us that i'm gonna tell them break out break it out because they have a schedule so they have an app called builder trend and it's supposed to have everything that's supposed to be getting done on the house week by week everything that's supposed to be getting done they're supposed to start the brick last freaking wednesday we went out there this past saturday what nothing on the house the brick has been there for like two months dude i want to say it got there like the end of december beginning of january when the brick was delivered and I understand, dude, people, you guys who, who, are, who are in brickwork and stuff understand, yeah, if it's too cold, you just can't do it, right? But there have been days it's been in the 50s, 60s, dude. It'll be like that for like three days straight, but nothing's being done, right? And so the brick is still sitting there when nothing going on. Like I told the wife, wife said she went out there pre two weeks ago. I haven't been out there in four weeks since, the, since we did the walkthrough. And it was about a month ago that we did the walkthrough and when i went out there this past saturday was it i think it was saturday sunday maybe it was sunday or saturday i can't remember we went out there and i was like they didn't do nothing they dropped off sheetrock they put sheetrock in the house they have didn't even hang it they just have sheetrock in each room and i'm like huh so for the past four weeks nothing has been done on the house nothing has been done on the freaking house dude and so they want to have a sit down with us this week, sometime this week. So hopefully we'll see maybe Thursday. I don't know if it's going to be freaking sleeting and sailing and all that. All things will happen, dude. But we shall we shall definitely see. I'll let you guys know next week. Or if you guys come over on Thursday and catch me out on VRS on Thursday, I'll be able to tell you guys, you know. But we'll definitely we're gonna have a sit down with. Her. I told the wife so I'm about to take the pistol with me because I'm just I'm just tired, dude. I'm I'm just, I'm just gonna let the pistol talk and let the people understand. Hey, I'm tired. Don't I don't want I don't want to mess with you guys no more. Like you guys like eight weeks and nothing's. Been, I want to break it out on a map because you guys know what it's like when you guys screw up when you're on a job and you screw up and you know you've been screwing up. You guys know what it's like when they say, "Hey, put it down on paper. I want to see exactly. I want you to see exactly what you've done." So you see it, right? So if I tell them, I want you to write out the past eight weeks, what has been done on the house in the past eight weeks. So they can look at it and be like, look, now does that does that suffice to your eight-week standard? You know, does that suffice? Is that good enough for you? In the past eight weeks, this is what's been done. Is that enough for you? You know, and it, it, it's heartbreaking and it sucks. And I was like, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. Like nothing's being done. There are no contractors going out to the house to do anything anything with the house and i'm like all right man well we'll see we'll shall see so we'll see when we go and sit down and talk with them i don't know we'll, we i don't know what's going to happen we'll, we'll definitely see and i'll definitely let you guys know man so what do you guys think about this whole uh this whole candidate thing that just happened with the truck drivers dude they stood their ground man i was excited i was like why are you excited i said because they stood their ground she's like but all those people in the factories a lot of them lost their jobs i said i know it sucks right people suffered people did suffer but when you stand up and advocate and have a voice and there's a lot of you doing it 
These guys were blocking the border from Canada to America saying we're not getting this. We're not mandating this shot. Like we're not going to get this shot because we're truck drivers. I'm not doing it. Right. And a lot of people are like that. Right. A lot of people are like I'm not doing the shot thing, dude. Like recently, man, like I don't know if you guys have been following me or hanging out with me, but I just had COVID last week, last Wednesday. Let's see. I got sick last last Monday, Tuesday. I got sick. I wasn't like sick, sick. I mean, I had a cold is what it felt like. I had a, I had a small cold and I had this sore throat that was just killing me, right? This sore throat, I had it for like three or four days, just dire sore throat. It hurts to swallow. And you guys know what it's like to have a sore throat, dude. Dude, it hurts so bad. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this sucks, dude. My throat should not be hurting this bad, but it, it hurt really bad, you know? And I just started getting over it on uh, probably like Saturday. This past Saturday, I started it started going away. Like it was a little bit there, but it started going away. You know, but my boss is like, "Go take your heat," because they sent me home with a COVID test. I'm supposed to, like I'm supposed to take a COVID test. Like we're we're testing every other week now for COVID, right? And he's like, "Just take the test and see how it comes out." And so I took it, and I was like, "Hey, boss," he says it's positive. He's like, "Whatever." He said, "All right, just go get a confirmation." So I had to go up here to one of the labs up the street from me, and I got a confirmation. I came back and said, "Yeah, you got COVID." I'm like. I'm like, you know, like I said, I'm not dogging COVID. COVID's a real thing. People are getting sick. People are really dying from COVID, you know? And I don't want to push my beliefs off on anybody, man. COVID's COVID. I mean, is it real? Yeah, it's real. Are people really getting sick? They really are getting sick and they're really dying. You know, I don't think it's as extreme to the extent that the government or the media is making it, but it's a very real disease. Don't get me wrong, you know? My wife's like, well, yeah, sore throat is part of COVID. I said, but now it's coming down to where what's a cold then is it a cold covid you know like i I felt like i had a cold my body didn't ache i mean i had the normal pain the normal soreness you know how it is being old trying to walk you're like damn my legs are stiff today or you try to bend over like oh that hurt my back you know but i mean i didn't have no dire like flu-like symptoms or anything and I was like, this. so I had COVID. I got the, conf- the confirmation on Thursday, last Thursday. They said, yeah, you got COVID. And right now, the, the protocol for where I work is five days quarantine. So the boss was like, well, just stay home, recover. And then he said, well, by the time you time by the time it's time for you to come back to work, you're going back on telework. I was like, yeah. He's like, well, then just stay home then. He said, you'll just telework. You'll just telework this week, and then you'll telework the next week, too. I said, oh, shit. So I got, like, two weeks at home teleworking, you know? Three weeks at home teleworking, which is great, dude. I love it, right? It's great. And so that's what I'm doing now. And so I'm able to do the show for you guys while I'm on working hours, right? Whatever. <laughs> but it's it's crazy, dude. Like, I, like I got COVID. We're finally, I'm finally over it, you know? So I'm not feeling sick no more. My, my Like, my voice sounds a lot better. I was dying. I felt like I was, my throat was hurting real bad. That's what I felt like. I was like, oh, this sucks, you know? you know? And I was tired, you know? But I wasn't like, I wasn't like what some of these people are going through. It wasn't not, wasn't like that for me, you know? I guess I don't have any underlying health conditions, right? So a lot of times those people who are dying and getting really sick, they have underlying health conditions that they, I guess they weren't aware, aware about. And so that's what that that's what they're dealing with. And so I don't know. I'm feeling better now. But I mean, for for the truck drivers out of Canada, right, they're like, I'm not getting the, the, the vaccine. I'm just not doing it. And I was like, I'm proud of them because they all stood up and they all had a fight. They fought for what they believed in and they won. 
Now they don't have to get the vaccine, dude. And that's what I tell you guys about advocating where you're at. That's one of the biggest things I tell you guys to advocate for cannabis where you live, right? Because I guarantee you, you're not the only one in your state that believes cannabis should be legalized. You guys have to find the movements in your area. How many movements are there in your area? I just got tagged into this group. It's a veteran group. They asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. Like they came and messaged me and asked me, say, hey, do you think you'd want to be a part of this? So Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority is having a conf- they're having a conference and they want to hear from the veteran community. And I don't know why, but apparently everybody knows a stone vet, right? And I'm here in Oklahoma and apparently I guess my name's getting around a lot. A lot of people are like, oh, you're the stone vet. I see your comments on everything. I see your hashtag on everything. I'm like, yeah, that's me. They're like, man, you're making, you you hashtag a lot of stuff and you're always put your comments and you hashtag it, the stone vet USMC. And I'm like, yeah. I said, he said, I didn't know that was you. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's me. Like, wow. So they asked me to be part of this group because apparently the, the Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority wants to hear from the veteran community in regards to cannabis, you know? And I was like, yeah. And so I've got that coming up. I got another gentleman here. It's a major here in Oklahoma who actually is, I don't know if he if he bought it or if he's a partner in it, a 90,000 square foot indoor growth facility and they said we've been watching your podcast and watching your movement we would love for you to come work with us and i'm like this could work yeah so i'm supposed to be getting together with these these gentlemen i'm supposed to be getting together with them to figure out when would be a good time to sit down and talk and now that i'm be out of quarantine or i'm out of quarantine now the five days are up from when i tested positive back in last wednesday you know five days are up and so I'm got to start reaching out to these people and figuring out they want to come on the podcast. They want to talk. And this is why I bring them to you guys. So you guys can watch and listen to it. So you can see why it's important, dude. Why is it so important to legalize cannabis? Right. They just had, I just read an article. They had weed maps. Weed maps was trying to put a commercial out there for the Super Bowl. And they told them, no, they flat out told them, no, you can't do that. And you're like, the Super Bowl is in California. California has both medical and recreational use of cannabis they said their weed sales went through the roof during the super bowl in la and for these people to say no this is part of breaking that stigma we've got to break the stigma we got to we got to legalize cannabis we got to get banking for the cannabis industry because these guys are walking around with hundreds of thousands of dollars and they have nowhere to put it they can't put it in the banks right because it's cannabis money it's federally illegal money man so this is one of the biggest things that we that i tell you guys you have to advocate for find the groups in your area i guarantee you they're there even though cannabis isn't legal in your state i guarantee you there's a movement starting in your state 37 out of 50 states have cannabis legalized in the state regardless if it's adult use or medicinal use it's legal in 37 states 37 out of 50 states it's legal and i think that's what chuck schumer is trying to push for and, and Senator Mace out of South Carolina, they want to federally legalize it. Now, they want to do it this year. And so this is what I'm hoping for. This is the big push because my senators here in Oklahoma already understand why it's important for them to vote yes for federal legalization. Because if you are for the veteran like you say you are, then you need to understand why it's important to vote yes for this, man. Man, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me on this Wednesday. Hopefully it was enough to get you over that hump. Like I said, don't forget to check out my Thursday lives with Vet Radio Syndicate. You can catch it on the Stone Vet USMC. 
If you haven't asked to become over, if you haven't asked to be be a member of my group, come over. Be a member of my group. Come hang out. Come see what my amazing family is doing. You can catch the lives on my Facebook page over at the Stone Vet USMC. You can catch my live on my YouTube channel. If you guys have subscribed, if you hit that notification bell, you guys will know when I go live every Mondays and every Thursdays on my YouTube channel. And then this Friday, I've got Ryan Early. He is the guy who legalized CBD in the state of Oklahoma. He made CBD happen here in Oklahoma, which led to the to the legalization of med- medical marijuana. And he's he's made a huge contribution to the community here in Oklahoma. Don't forget to come by this Friday and check out his episode. He's talking about he's advocating. He's talking about how you have to start at the state level. You have to start at the state level to make movements on the federal level. And this is what I need all of you guys to do, man. Don't forget to check out my episode this Friday. I'm super excited, man. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me on this hump day. Hopefully it's able to get you over that hump and enjoy the rest of your week. Like I said, don't forget to catch me on Thursday and Friday, dude. You can't go wrong with ha- without having starting G around, right? I appreciate you guys hanging out with me, man. Remember here, here at the Stone Vet, we got you six. Got us marching and stepping by my platoon, you get trampled. If it ain't raining, we ain't training. Nothing changed by complaining. I adapt and overcome. I make the best out situations. I stay alert for my enemies trying to do me some harm. I fight for your freedom of speech and your right to bear arms. When I say I got your six, that means I got your back. But what else would you expect coming from the stone pit?